general nerdery. I did my sword fighty Belagarth bonking stick fights, whatever, uh, two days in a row after work. And I feel like I'm going to die. <laughs> like anytime I sit still, the muscles all like, we don't move anymore. <laughs> I used to friggin' fight five days in a row. No problem. I mean, I didn't have a job cause I was not useful in my early twenties, but like, yeah, I'm supposed to go to my first Belagarth event, like long week, long one mm-hmm. since 2020, 2019, probably in July. And I'm like, Oh, Oh no, I'm not going to be able to get out of my tent. Oh my God. Uh, but long story short of that one is if I fall asleep while recording this podcast, it's not because I don't love you, dear listener. It is, um, well, you, the other one, <laughs> he loves you, but not the other one. We'll let you, you, you know who we'll you let are. you stress about that for the rest of time. <laughs> Welcome to general nerdery, your podcast about liking things. I'm Zach. I'm Tyler. And, um, I've been doing this podcast for three years and I just forgot what we do next. Um, <laughs> um, we're here to talk about things we like. That's right. Uh, like Power Rangers. Yes. Once God. and always. Oh my God. Is that what it is? Once and always. Did I, I think I it's there? once and always. Yeah. Did I finally get it right? Mighty Morphin Power Rangers once and always. As a quick side note, the order that we've recorded the last few episodes and the order that we're releasing them is not the same. Right. So um, I'm You're not 100% gonna... sure what we promised you last time, but I'm pretty sure it wasn't Power Rangers. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you're right. You're going to hear this, and then you're going to go backwards in time. Yes. It doesn't really matter other than, uh, I mean, it doesn't really matter. Just there might be moments later where you're like, I swear they've mentioned that before. Yeah, we probably did, or we're going to. Yeah, we'll figure it out. <laughs> wibbly wobbly timey wimey. God, we're not even watching Doctor Who. Although we are watching things involving time travel. It's true. Almost. I don't think the budget allowed for proper. <laughs> um, uh, before that, what have we been ingesting? Not a ton. We also recorded this more closely than we've done previous episodes. Usually we have a two-week gap, and in this one we have a one-week, so there's a lot of, like... I had a busy week. I didn't do shit. Uh, more Marvel Snap. Yeah. Um, Still mad at you for that. I know. <laughs> I've been having a lot of fun with it. Um, it's actually just mostly been my go-to gaming this weekend. Mm-hmm. Like, nothing nothing was perking my ears up or perking my eyes or whatever as I was, like, scrolling through the games on my Xbox. And I was like, you know what I could play? Marble Snap. Little card game in my I, pocket. I have definitely reached the point that I think that the amount of uh, computer opponents versus the amount of uh, mm. real opponents I faced has changed because suddenly my win-loss ratio just way evened out from before. I was like, I'm really good at this. No, I was not good at this game. <laughs> Let's see. Finish the season of Mando. Oh, yeah. That was fun. It was, yeah, we just got through... I think we just watched that like two days ago. Nice. Yeah, I got to it later than normal, but not not two days ago. Maybe the day before. <laughs> this was a weird season, but I enjoyed it. I was going to say it feels uneven, but it's hard to explain how. There were some pacing oddities, but there wasn't an episode that I disliked in any of them. Like, you know, the one with Lizzo and Jack Black was goofy, but not bad goofy. Right. Uh 
the episode with the doctor, Dr. Pershing, I don't know, mm-hmm. the scientist guy, one of the best episodes of the season, but it felt really weird to not have Mando at all in an episode. Like it Res- felt like an episode of Andor in the middle of Mando. It felt like there was things that they just really needed to get done this season to do what they're going to do coming up. Mm-hmm. Also, I, I don't know if this is true or not, but I've definitely read some implications that, uh, a lot of that they're bar or setting up for stuff that they were planning to do in Rangers of the new Republic or whatever the fuck the, Mm -hmm. the, the show was going to be that it definitely is not happening because a lady with the nice arms is a terrible person. Gina Carano. That's the name (laughs) because suddenly he's like, yes, I will work for the new Republic taking on warlords. I'm super into that. Yeah. Pretty sure that was a different show we were setting up for. (laughs) Also, I'm watching through season one Mando with uh, one of my friends who's been hanging out on Saturdays and we just met her for the first time. And it's that first episode hits a little differently when we're like, oh, right. I know who you are. Still love the character, but yeah. Let me think. Snap, Mando and oh, um, I had never read them before, so I'm finally... Uh, finally going through the uh, Dresden short stories. I've read the first short story collection. I haven't mm-hmm. read any of the others. I'm still in the first one. Um, I'll be going on to the second one before too long here. I don't, I think I have like one story left, but. I remember really enjoying one where he helped Max set up in a brewing competition or yeah, something that one was like that. Good. Literally, that's all I remember, that that was the basic setup and that I liked it. Mm-hmm. But. Well, I just, uh, the biggest takeaway for me was like the, the, the Thomas one and like, oh, what is this? What is this oblivion war? And then just realizing how cool that was. I remember and how that's one going that's on in the background just, the entire time. Yeah. That there's one that Thomas was in and we found out that he's up to a lot of non-Dresden shit, but mm-hmm. that's, that's about all I got. Yeah. That shit's wild. I'm not going to go into it too deep right now, but, and I don't think it's been went into too deep. It's basically been that short story since we get it from Thomas's viewpoint. It's none of Dresden's business, so it's none of ours. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Oh, I watched the most recent season of, or not season, episode of Ted Lasso, the the Don't Worry, the Copenhagen. Oh, I haven't seen the latest one yet. I'm watching that tonight. I will not get into it. It so far is my favorite episode of the season. Okay. Which... Puts it in, you know, top Ted Lasso Mm -hmm. seasons, like episodes, because, you know, there's only three seasons. So I really I've been thinking about it a lot, which is kind of fun. I mean, not that like Ted Lasso is usually complete fluff or anything. Ted Lasso, I think about a lot, but like. A lot of times with when I'm thinking about Ted Lasso, it's like the episode before where he's got that speech while tearing up the believe sign of like, right. it does not, you know, from a specific moment. While in this one, I'm looking for, I don't want to say deeper meaning, but like it, it's less, it's just a really good character episode. That's all. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'll be watching that one tonight. So then I'll have a little bit more knowledge of what's going on when you say that. <laughs> This doesn't spoil the episode, so I feel I can say this. This is mostly from the previous one. Kaylee dating her boss is fucked up. Yeah. Even though I think that the chemistry with her boss is kind of cute. 
And I don't remember if I mentioned this last time or some, or just while talking to you in person, because, you know, that happens. But I feel bad because they do have good chemistry, but the new romantic interest is not Roy Kent. <laughs> and he leave Roy forever. I remembered one other thing I watched. Yeah. Um, I don't know how I skipped over this. Maybe it's because I just got done talking about it for like 20 minutes. Uh, as a little addendum after fried squirms, but um, went and saw the new Evil Dead. Uh, rises, yeah, rise? Evil Dead Rise. How was it? I enjoyed it. Uh huh. It's good. Uh-huh. I would recommend it to people. It's maybe the least of the Evil Deads, even compared to Evil Dead One. Yes. Wow. Of Evil course, Dead- I have a big love for one though, like. Evil Dead 1 is fine. I don't even mean to be rude mm-hmm. to it. I just... Evil Dead 2 is the same story done better. Partly just because Sam Raimi was five to ten years more experienced. I don't remember when it came out, but like... Right. Yeah, no. Here's a, Really enjoyed it. Had a great time going. Glad I saw it. But we'll watch it again. But one of them's got to be the worst, and this one's it. Yeah, at least it's not like the Jared Leto Joker, but more like, who's the worst Batman? Well, that's George Clooney. Okay. Who's the worst (laughs) Spider-Man? Dude from the 70s? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But not Supida-Man. Yeah, but not Supida-Man. Dude, we still need to do an episode of that someday. I was trying to explain Spider-Man and his giant robot Leopardamon at work (laughs) the other day. And they're like, uh, what? And like, just... You got to roll with me, bud. <laughs> Just, <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, yeah. Anyway, sorry. That, no, that was no, one, more, one more I ingested. Uh, it, it is good. It's good. Evil Dead Rise. Uh, my last one is I finally watched Star Trek Nemesis, which is the last of the next gen Star Trek movies. I've seen it many times. Nemesis is the one with Tom Hardy. It's the one with yep. Tom Hardy. I was going to go with this. Cece has not had not seen it up till this point. And it's the one where, spoiler for a 20-year-old movie, Data dies. So I was kind of putting it off. But I really want to watch more Picard. And so we had to just... Go for it. Get through that. Also, we were having trouble finding time where we were just going to sit for two and a half hours Mm -hmm. or whatever. Um, It's better than I remember it being. It's the worst of the next-gen Star Trek movies. Little little baby Tom Hardy, though. Little baby Tom Hardy is a high point. The fake nose on little baby Tom Hardy is a high point. (laughs) It's actually pretty well done. Like, it's not super obvious that it's not his nose if you Mm -hmm. don't know that he did it. And they just tweaked his nose to look closer to Patrick Stewart. It has a casual relationship with continuity, but... In fairness, a lot of Star Trek has a casual relationship with continuity, so I'm not that bothered by that. There is a rather unneeded mental assault scene in it. I forgot Ron Perlman's in that movie. Uh, Yeah, I couldn't have told you that. Tom Hardy's got the, like, Nosferatu-looking, like, number two major domo guy. Viceroy is the term they use. That's Ron Perlman. Oh, okay. I'm like 95% sure because I didn't look it up. But the moment I heard that voice, I was like, Hellboy. <laughs> um, what are you doing here? So Riker fights Hellboy to the death at one point. <laughs> Interesting. Right? 
I was talking to Cece after who is just in love with data. And I was like, I thought you'd have a stronger response to this. And she goes, he's still alive in my heart. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Hell yeah. Tom Hardy is, it's weird to see skinny Tom Hardy. I'm so used to like at least slightly built Tom Hardy. Yeah. Like even in his least jacked, he's still jacked anymore. Mm hmm. Also, like, you know, Venom, whatever. But, like, when I think of Tom Hardy, I think of Mad Max Fury Road. Because that's easily my favorite Tom Hardy movie of the not large part of his catalog that I've watched. I mean, I think of Bronson, which just makes me chuckle, so. When I shaved my beard off but left the mustache on while, uh. With the round when, glasses? When I had COVID and I had the round glasses and people were like, you look like Bronson. I was like, I don't know what that is, but. I'm not even going to say thank you. I might be offended. <laughs> Have you, do you know about this guy? Have you heard of the, the guy that that movie's about? Just because this is interesting as shit. Uh, I mean, I know he's some kind of serial killer. I don't know what serial killer he's. Not, not a serial killer. Oh, okay. Um, has he, he has never killed a person. I don't know. Okay. Um, I can't remember what his given name was. Bronson was like a fighting name that he took on when he boxed for a very tiny bit. Something like that. He's considered to be England's most violent and most expensive prisoner. Interesting. The dude's story is he wanted to be like a celebrity. Like he wanted to be an actor. He wanted to be a singer. He wanted to be a stage performer. He's one of those. He just wanted to be famous. The how was less important. Yeah. Except he sucked at all that. Yeah. Most people do when their entire goal is to be famous and not to, you know, do stuff. And so he he was just like a small time criminal, got thrown inside and realized that the person he could be is the per person you most don't want to be stuck on the inside with. He's like, I can just be the scariest motherfucker in Gen Pop. And so he would just get into fights with guards mostly. Oh, yeah. Oh, he's lucky he's in Britain. <laughs> and like he would do things he like in Britain, right? You said yeah. Britain. Okay. He would do things like take other inmates prisoner and board himself in a room not to have a prisoner, but because that means that they would have to send in guards after him that he could then fight when they came in after him. Okay. I'm going to have to look this motherfucker up. That actually does sound super interesting. And because of all of his exploits, he's ended up spending most of his prison sentence in solitary. See, I thought he was like a murderer or serial killer just because like he gets brought up in similar like conversations. So I was like, oh, yeah, I don't probably care about that movie. But nope, that sounds much more interesting. Um, at a certain point, they tried putting him in mental asylum so that they could legally keep him drugged. And, and he that's just fought people there. Well, I think that's when he did attempt murder on one of the other people to try to basically to get out of being in mental asylum mm -hmm. and they ended up transferring him and so he somehow got free during the transfer started a riot that burned down one of the entire wings of the place. They were oh in. I know this isn't actually funny because like a lot of bad things are happening to people in this story, but um, that's incredible. Like as someone who kind of likes true crime and like apparently not many like Probably no one died in this. Yeah, I'm into this. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Bronson's a fantastic movie and just a wild story about this guy. Is it a funny movie? 
It's kind of funny. Okay, now I'm more interested. Again, I thought it was like a, like... It's kind of a, a very stylized biopic of this guy. Yeah, that's way more interesting than anything I, I had a... I was like a million percent wrong other than Tom Hardy is in prison and I look like Fat Bronson. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's wild. It's wild. High, highly recommend. Okay. <laughs> He also gets naked a lot in it. It's weird. You My wife him. will be into it too then. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if he just eats a lobster like in Venom, it would just be, you know, the trifecta. <laughs> um, so I guess after talking about a movie, we watched some trailers. Yeah, about we watched a couple of trailers. Uh, first one, because we can get it done in like two sentences. Apparently they're making a new Godzilla versus Kong. Yeah. So I think a lot of that trailer that we watched was old footage. I think there's only like three seconds of new footage in that trailer. Okay. I did not realize that there was a second Godzilla Kong movie. So all of it was new to me, but literally that was the whole like, Oh, this is, I should watch the first one. Finally. Mm -hmm. Are any of the forgettable human cast coming back? I have no idea. Yeah. I just know that it's coming and it sounds like, even though this was billed as them coming, like that trailer makes it seem as though like it's them coming to a head again. I think the little bit of a synopsis that was put out with the title treatment and stuff was a little bit more like something else is popping up that is going to cause them to probably have to team up to mm-hmm. take it down. It made me want to watch Kong Skull Island again. Do that. I, yeah. <laughs> I was thinking about that movie earlier this week. I was like, man, that was so much fun. Like, I don't really give a fuck about watching Godzilla King of Monsters again. It was good. Mm -hmm. I'll probably watch it on the big screen that I have now because that'll be a fucking blast. Big Godzilla on a big screen. Like, hell yeah. But like, other than Mothra, I didn't give too much of a shit about that movie. Like, the the more Millie Bobby Brown's, is that her name? Yeah. The more her dad talked, the less I cared. Uh, (laughs) Accurate. (laughs) But, like, I actually even enjoyed the people characters for the most part in Kong Skull Island. Mm-hmm. I mean, it helped that it was fucking half of the Marvel cast, so I was already like, it's Loki! <laughs> Loki's wearing a gas mask and cutting pterosaurs in half that with a katana. That was the most metal, like, in a stupid way, the most metal scene of all time. So, yeah, go listen to our Kong Skull Island episode to hear three of us talk about how great that was. But yeah, that's there. There's fucking nothing new there. Mm-hmm. So, um, American-born Chinese. Have you ever read the comic? That I this never is? have. Okay. I've heard of it, but mostly in passing because I think somebody involved with this show was on a podcast I was listening to. So I've I first read that in high school, and it was like. Not like a life-changing experience, but it was one of the first comics I really read that wasn't like manga or a superhero comic or like it really pushed the boundaries for me for what comics could do storytelling wise. Mm-hmm. You know, even like I'd read stuff like Usagi Ojimbo and stuff that had come before, which is amazing. We'll talk up Usagi Ojimbo to the day I die. But this was it tells three wildly unconnected stories and then pretty successfully merges them all together at the end. I will say this show looks like it has a passing relationship. Okay. With the comic it uses 
elements of it, but it definitely is telling its own story. Because the American-born Chinese comic, while it does use the story of the, what is it, Little Peach Boy Momotaro or something like mm-hmm. that, um, and the the monkey prince, it's not, like, there's not a kid from the modern day getting sucked into the adventures of the monkey prince, yada, yada, yada. It's, um... He's kind of getting sucked in, but not in the same way. Yeah, it's hard to explain because it's just a very interesting story and you're reading these three completely unconnected stories until in the final like four pages suddenly they're all the same <laughs> seven soldier style Not he- i mean yeah like one is like <laughs> the story of monkey prince and one is the story of this guy who's uh th- this asian kid who's just trying to fit in the world and the other is about this guy who uh his Asian like cousin is coming across from China and is just straight up a racist stereotype cartoon character mm. like chopsticks and buck teeth. Mm-hmm. And Gene Wen Yang who writes it is his whole thing is he's an Asian comic book, right? An American Asian comic book writer. So it's a lot of his experiences of being, well, American-born Chinese being a, a first, what is that, first-generation immigrant when your mm-hmm. parents are... Are from. Yeah. Yeah. It is one of the best all-ages comics I've ever read, and um, he's become one of my favorite comic book writers. He did a great Superman run. He did... He's been doing a really friggin' good uh, Shang-Chi run. Mm. That I don't know if it just wrapped up or if it's still ongoing. I haven't been following it as closely as I want to. But that does make it amazing that this is being directed by the guy that directed Shang-Chi. This gave me Forbidden Kingdom vibes. Do you remember that fucking Jackie Chan, Jet Li? But I mean, anytime you're going to use the Monkey King, it's also a little bit. You know, kid from our world gets pulled into magic Asia land. Probably less problematic when it's not a white boy that's going to be the savior of magic Asia land. Just a little bit. I did like Forbidden Kingdom, though. Like, it was a fun... Oh, I did, too. What I Okay. What I liked about it, being someone who already digs on, like, old, old, mm-hmm. old school kung fu flicks, if I could fucking talk, was Jackie Chan basically got to play his teacher from Drunken Master. Mm-hmm. And Jet Li got to play Jet Li. Yeah. <laughs> just... <laughs> It also had a very 90s, like, kid get sucked into other world kind of... There were so many dime a dozen movies like that when we were kids. And almost all of them are completely forgettable. Yeah. I. It looks fun. Honestly, what hooks me most is the fact that they're dropping all the episodes at once. Some shows I don't mind doing the week to week. But I, I don't know if there's enough there for me to like want to be hooked onto the show for week to week. Yeah. Who knows? I mean like Willow, but I'll fucking I'll, I'll binge it. Willow would have benefited from dropping it all at once Mm -hmm. to the point that both of us stopped watching Willow. And at some point later this year, we're going to do a Willow episode just to justify, not justify, but just to like get around to finishing it. It was fine. Um, I'm looking forward to it. I mean, we all know that I adore Michelle Yeoh, mm-hmm. and I'm sorry, I'm forgetting his name. Um, uh, uh, oh, uh, Kehui Kwan? Yeah. 
Short round. Short round. I'm. It's just burned into my head. Or the kid <laughs> from the Goonies. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I wonder if those two are just like really good friends now, or if they just are like, well, everything everywhere all at once won every award under the sun. Let's just keep the magic flowing. I don't know, but I'm glad he's getting work. So. Oh, yeah. No, that's great. I'm excited to see it, and I always like seeing, you know, wider representations, so... Well, the little clips we saw of the fights looked good, so I, I just want to see the fights. Yeah. Um, And then <laughs> the trailer that we missed last time. Oh, before that, let's oh. do Strange New Worlds. Oh, yeah, Because that's yeah, yeah. a little less... I'm, I'm Okay, so Strange New World Season 2 releases trailer. I have watched it several times now. This is the show I'm most excited for this year, which is saying something because Ahsoka is coming out. But I'm it, it's not as bad as Tears of the Kingdom, which you guys aren't going to hear. The tra- I don't know. I don't know if they've heard the trailer for that yet. Uh, <laughs> but, like, we watched Tears of the Kingdom, and I realized while watching it, like, Tyler has no fucking clue what's happening in any of this. It looks pretty. This looks pretty. Yeah, similar here. Uh, I realized as watching the trailer for this one, because you know the basics of Strange New Worlds, it's the Enterprise before Kirk Mm -hmm. takes over. It's Pike's crew. That I felt kind of guilty that I like this crew better than the classic Enterprise crew. And I was like, why the fuck do I feel guilty? I'm not even that loyal to the original series. Like, it's not my least favorite Star Trek, but it's... My secondly, I mean, I, and I realize it's because I acknowledge the importance of it more than I actually like give a fuck about it. Mm-hmm. And I like them, but that crew is iconic. Right. But I don't want to fucking hang out with most of them. Uhura, I would hang out with any day of the week, but or honestly, Uhura's on this one and they let her do more because it's not 1966. Black Agar Boltagon looked like he was having fun. Dude, I've become such a big fan of Anson Mount. <laughs> I'm almost wanting to track down some of his old shitty romantic comedies that he was in. Just cause I don't remember which ones, but there was a couple that he was in in the like, you know, 10, 15 years ago. Is he in Crossroads? I have no idea. No, I think it was somebody else. Ooh, I might have to look that up, though. That movie's wild. I don't even know that one. Crossroads with Britney Spears. Oh, my God. I just tacking in bits of where she arguably doesn't play the main character of the movie. It's framed around her because she's Britney Spears, but almost none of the action is actually centered around her or the conflict. Well, I say this with absolutely no disrespect to Britney Spears. The only time I've ever seen her act was in how I met your mother where she appears in like two or three episodes. And there's not, there's no meat to the character she's playing. So again, I'm not knocking her. She was not good in that. I don't know if she was good in Crossroads or not, but I honestly, I think it's mostly because her agent probably wouldn't let her take the main role because of her image at the time. Mm, yeah. Because uh, that movie's actually really dark. More, again, more power to Britney Spears and whatever's they've got going on these days. But because uh, she was one that got the short end of the stick when it comes to life. I think you're right, though. I think he was in a Britney Spears movie. I'm looking it up right now. I got to find out now that I brought it up. Yeah, yeah, it's him. That's fucking wild. Yeah, uh, Britney Spears, Taryn Manning, and Zoe Saldana. Wild. <laughs> Before, Anson like, Mount, Dan Aykroyd. What? <laughs> 
I was going to say before any of them were big, but then Dan Aykroyd came out. Because, like, Zoe Saldana, first time I... I Kim mean, Cattrall from Sex and the City. <laughs> what is this fucking movie, man? Ooh. Yeah, it is something else. But, yeah, Strange New Worlds, I'm really into it. I, I'm excited. I have some context for a few things that are happening there. I know that we're supposed to get more screen time with the pilot. The, the, the He calls her Erica. She's getting oh, very okay. excited. She's one of the best characters of season one, but she doesn't get a real episode devoted to her. She does a lot of secondary roles kind of stuff. And I don't know. She's delightful in everything she was, was in. And they were just very honest of like, she pilots the ship. So when everyone else gets to go down to the planet where all the cool stuff happens, she's busy piloting the ship. Mm -hmm. So especially with only a limited number of episodes per season anymore, as opposed to like old school 24 episodes, it was just harder to fit a story, like a full on story in for her. Um, The actress is super fascinating. Her husband died, like her husband who got her into Star Trek and helped her get the, I mean, not helped her get the role, but like, Oh, you're going for Star Trek? Cool. Right. right. Let's get you set. Her husband died shortly before season two started filming, and Mm -hmm. she's written some very honest learning to live without this person that she so clearly just adored. Mm -hmm. And it's heartbreaking, and I totally didn't cry while making dinner reading this fucking article. Uh and how like the strange new world cast helped her like kind of survive. Cause also it was fucking filmed like a year and a half ago. So it was all, or like right. a year ago. So it was all still heavy lockdown shit mm-hmm. all the fucking time. I say like, that was a bad thing. We definitely needed to be in lockdown further than we were, but like, it, you know, not great for grief. No, no, not at all. Yeah. I don't really, it looked pretty. I just don't have any context. For yep. It. That's fine. That's I'm it. Looks good. It. it looked cool. I just don't have any context. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that brings us to the Marvels, dude. I'm super excited for it. Like, I'm a lot more excited for it than I thought I was going to be. I was already on board for it because I did enjoy all everything associated with it. Mm-hmm. The first Captain Marvel movie, the shows, like everything. I don't think I've been this interested in a Marvel movie since Shang-Chi. And I know a lot of people didn't give too much of a shit. I really liked Shang-Chi. It was really good. And I really liked Miss Marvel as a series. And I kind of like it more as I've had time to like sit in it. Not because it's a perfect series by any stretch of the imagination, but I just... uh, Do you know the actress who played Miss Marvel? Uh, Iman Vellani. She is so fucking... Charming, yeah, she's amazing as Kamala Khan, and like cool Nick Fury, cool Carol, cool um uh Monica, but I'm watching this for Kamala. Like all of you guys are great, and that's great, but now I'm watching this for Kamala. I just the the whole them using their powers and switching seems like they're just having so much fun. With this, it just looks like a lot of fun. It's been a while since they've really done a... Well, no, I guess they did Love and Thunder, which I haven't seen, so I can't say, but I know it was a very divisive movie among the Marvel movies. But yeah, fun seems to really be the operative word in a way that... 
I don't know if we've seen since like Guardians Two. Yeah, that I was gonna say like it it has the most Guardians vibe I've gotten from a Marvel movie. Oh, without or Ragnarok, it, without it being obviously done by James Gunn <laughs> <laughs> or Taika. Yeah. Um, I don't. I don't. I'm curious who the villains are actually going to be. Yeah, we looked up the. We we tried to get a screenshot of this person that all three of them were fighting together, and we know who the actress. I mean, I found the actress's name, but there's no character attached to her. Mm-hmm. And there was one character attached that I found on Wikipedia, and I don't even know if it's to that character. And it was the most forgettable Cree character I've ever heard of, as in I had never heard of them before. Mm-hmm. And I've read I've read both comics that they were in, according to this. Like, I just... That's a random Cree. Okay, whatever. Um, so... Clearly, even if that is the main villain or if it's just someone else that appears, that's just a a name that they took because people love Easter eggs. Yeah. And then same with a kid from Parasite. You see him for a second on screen yelling something. He looks kind of like he's a general or something in the trailer. Oh, yeah. Um, Also, don't know who he's playing. They just they show him for a second. You know what? I'm into it. Don't. Give us all the information. We don't need it. Yes, uh, we don't need it, especially at this stage in the game, but I am curious. Oh, yeah. (laughs) But I do want to let me keep being curious and then let me watch the movie. I mean, it's something Mm -hmm. we've talked about and we propagate this because we talk about every fucking trailer we watch. But also, I don't want trailers to teach me everything before the goddamn movie comes out. Mm -hmm. Uh, Star Wars Visions. Star Wars Visions. I don't remember. Have you seen the first one? I did see the first uh, Visions. I don't remember it that well, other than I did enjoy the one that everyone enjoyed, the duel. The the black and white yeah. fucking awesome Akira Kurosawa Star Wars film? Yeah. So if you haven't watched Star Wars Visions, they hired in the first season a bunch of different Japanese animation studios to do shorts for Star Wars. Some of them were really goddamn good. Some of them were fine. And some of them were not very good. I mean, there, was no, there wasn't any that I was like, this is bad. But there were a few that I'm like, I'm ready for this one to be over now. <laughs> but that was mostly just the one with like the brother-sister duo fighting oh. on top of a death on a yeah, Star Destroyers. But, like, there was friggin' awesome ones about, like, the band that just wants to be a band that includes a surviving Padawan and the, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. But for season two, instead of just Japan, they're doing animation studios from across the world. I saw one that was clearly in from India. There's, what is it, Arvid Studios, I think, that's the Wallace and Gromit guys and did something. Yeah. There's, yeah, there's several they this are. one, it, it seems more of the episodes look like they're going to be up my alley. I think they took some lessons and probably the animation studios took some lessons from like, all right, which ones of these worked? Mm-hmm. Which ones did people respond to? And we're still going to do our own thing, mm-hmm. but we'll, you know, let's we'll be smart about it. It's weird because there's a whole bunch of really pretty looking ones. All of these look gorgeous. I'm into it. 
the Wallace and Gromit in Star Wars is the one that I keep getting distracted by and being like, that's the one I'm most excited for, and it's probably going to be the worst one. I am so surprised at myself by how intrigued I am by them doing Star Wars. Yeah, man. They did Chicken Run. I trust them. <laughs> I mean, they did some stuff that I don't care about, but uh, mm-hmm. they did Chicken Run and Wallace and Gromit. So, like, they have the skills for storytelling, and you and I are pretty good about um, we know this is a goofy thing. We're not going to take it too seriously or be like, well, in the, in the canon, it says that. Right. Oh, that reminds me. Things I didn't say about Strange New Worlds real fast. We only see them for, like, three frames. The new fucking Klingon designs look fucking amazing. It is a blend of multiple Klingon designs we've seen before. It looks so fucking good. I've already seen neckbeards complaining about it on the internet. Mm. I'm like, you shut the fuck up. This is this is like the synesthesia of, not synesthesia, mm-hmm. sy- syn- synthesizing of all the previous <laughs> Klingons. Yes, this is, you know, associating colors with shit like smells. <laughs> yes. um, of, of all Klingons. Of all Klingons. <laughs> uh, yeah, and I mean, there's not much to say about visions other than it looks so fucking interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm definitely excited to see it, just to see all the different animation styles. Hopefully the stories are good, but I'm... It's we'll not see. really what we're here for on that one as much. I mean, we want a good story, but it's not going to be a big ongoing arc. It's a one and done. Yeah. And I love, I think Star Wars works so well in good animation. And they announced Bad Batch next season as its final one. So I don't know what's coming next on the animation one. So I'll just take every little bit I can get. Like, oh, yeah. Like uh, animated lightsaber battles are... Uh, decidedly better than any of the live action ones. And there's been some really good lightsaber battles. Yeah. But even like the low tier animated ones <laughs> are just as good. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Even like three seconds. Anyway, <laughs> I, cause I even think back to um, the, Oh God, why can't I remember the name of the studio? Um, they do a shit ton of uh, video game trailers. But anyway, the trailers for the uh, the Old Republic game. Oh my god, I've watched those trailers so many fucking times. The cre- creative head of that studio? I can't remember what his exact uh, title was. It was uh, Tim Miller, the guy that ended up directing the first Deadpool. Holy shit. Yeah. Tim Miller's an interesting dude. <laughs> god, why can't I think of the name of that? Anyway, anyway, yeah. Uh, those fights were so good. <laughs> Yeah, the oh Jedi Temple fight. Fuck, I wasn't even thinking of that one. I was thinking of the first one where they're on the ship and trying to get out with the smuggler, and oh, the guy yeah. starts fighting. The Jedi Master starts fighting with his lightsaber, and I want to say a double bladed in his second hand, and is just oh my oh I might watch that when I get home. <laughs> Jesus Christ, there's too many things to watch. Um, <laughs> uh, is that it though for this? Yeah, I think that's it. So I mean, that's way more than we thought we were doing when we first <laughs> right. sat down. We were like that. Our intro is going to be five minutes long, and we're at forty-two minutes. It's okay. We Pretty got about, yeah. We got uh, we got about five minutes of Power Rangers coming. That up, is so. as long as the fucking thing we watched for this episode. <laughs> um, we'll take a quick break and we'll talk right about it. So I kept thinking of Rob Zombie's The Monsters as I was watching this. I mean, I guess I kind of get it, but that's still weird to think about. Well, in the, like, 
there was such a... We'll talk about this Power Rangers once and always, the fucking 30th anniversary episode. But I think people expected this to be like a, like... I don't know. Bigger? Updated, super modern, bigger. And what it was, was it was an episode of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, but in the year 2022, 2023 now. Like, there's... And in some ways, it's more just like an expensive episode of The Flash. Yeah. Like, it, it's just, it is, I think of the monsters because it was everything it promised to be. It took a style of a show, in Zombie's case, the original monsters, with his own weird Technicolor flair. And in this case, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. And just was so committed to the bit of this is what we are, this is what we're doing, that it kind of, like, whether I like it or not, and I'm still a little back and forth on it, I was impressed by how committed they were to the field. Like, I feel like actors made themselves act shittier in some cases. I'll agree. Like, it it took it almost to its detriment. Because um, I, so here's the thing. I actually ended up technically watching it like three times this weekend. <laughs> you fell asleep a couple of times? It wasn't even that I fell asleep. It was just that, like... I would zone out in the same way that I do on any weekly 23 se- 23 episode television series because mm-hmm. it felt like a fine episode of TV. Nothing spectacular. It felt like a Power Rangers episode, not like a big special. Yeah, it was just the the special was it was 45 minutes and everyone's in their 50s. Yeah. And they were all bad. And it was like, cool, I get to see them again. Well, it's also um, because two of the Rangers in it are not Rangers I have any connection to. Yeah, I don't care about Rocky or Cat. Yeah, Rocky sucks. I'm sorry. He's (laughs) he kind of sucks. And I've seen, you know, because we talked about I started reading Power Rangers comics. So I, you know, have gotten high and read the Wikipedia or Power Rangers wiki several times. And so I'll get clickbaits of like Power Ranger stuff. Like what's mm-hmm. the worst? Rocky always is in like the worst Red Ranger of all time or the worst <laughs> whatever. And I was always like, be nice this dude. What's wrong with him? He's fine in the comic. I mean, like nothing to write home about, but fine. And I watched this and I was like, okay, yeah. Yeah. You're still fine. I don't have anything against you, but... Not that there was like a ton of marketing for this, but I would see stuff pop up here and there, right? Because mm-hmm. it was kind of a big deal. Like we watched the trailer. Yeah, we talked about it. Trailer and like different like news articles and stuff popping up. And after having watched it, I feel like they made a good decision. But I, what I feel like is weird is I, it seems like the ranger that most of the outside media was focused on was Billy David Yost, definitely. Most of, like, the heavy lifting in this is probably given to Walter Emanuel Jones. I keep wanting to call him Austin St. John, but that's Jason, and he wasn't in it because he's not allowed to leave the country (laughs) because he's indicted for fraud. Right. And I think that was the good call because I think he was probably the best one. Like, acting-wise, like, screen presence-wise. David Yost is the one that I'm like... Did you purposely make yourself a worse actor for this to like track? Because 
I feel like he was trying to act like he did when he was a kid. Because I looked him up, and he's gotten really good reviews on, like, stage plays, and you can't act as wooden as he does, does in this and act well on the stage. I was about to say, it, it felt like he was trying to give continuity to his character and not realize that his character was mostly formed from the fact that he was a much younger man and actor at the time. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, I don't know if it's a choice or like, and he was, I like Rocky was the worst. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> yeah, dude. I'm sorry. We're going to make fun of Rocky. I don't know. Trini's daughter was not good. Trini's daughter was not good in the way that I still at least felt like she was in on the joke. Okay. I'll give you that. Yeah. I don't think Rocky's actor. Cardenas. I want to say, uh, um, yeah, Steve Cardenas. And you know what? We should make very clear on this. I had fun watching this. I'm glad all of these people. I don't want to just be like, this person sucks. I'm sure they're all fine human beings. Look, I, I was saying I was zoning out and it was just too much like a TV episode. But I mean that in kind of a good way. Whereas I wanted there to be another episode to play when this ended. Yeah, I would have watched. I would have. I would have continued watching it. Oh. Like I, I was having a good time. It was a good it felt like a good time with old friends. Even though we didn't know two of them. Yeah. Like, it was interesting how they worked around stuff. Because, I mean, originally the plan was to bring together all of the original cast. But uh, Jason David Frank turned it down so he could do his admittedly terrible looking feature film. Power Ranger knockoff. Power Rangers, yeah. <laughs> his Lord Dracon movie. Austin St. John but also like propaganda Lord Draken movie. Yeah. Um, Austin St. John, as we said, is not allowed to leave the country and they film in New Zealand for tax reasons. And I can't think of her name, but the actress who played Kimberly, who's uh, probably yeah. the most successful of all of them. Uh, Amy Jo Johnson. Amy Jo Johnson. Thank you. At first it was thought that she turned it down for money reasons. Cause she said, I didn't say no. I said no to what they offered. And then it later turns and then she was later like, stop saying I said no for money. I just said no for other. It has nothing to do with y'all. I wonder if it was always part of the plot for her to get action figured really early. And she oh. was just like, no, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to, I want to fucking I want an actual part in it. it. Yeah. I could see that. Or, or maybe even she wanted guarantees going forward in case this is a hit and they weren't going to give that to her. Yeah, who knows? But it sounds like, you know, not a money thing, but she announced again, and I think she said this before, that she's writing a comic book through Boom that is like her idea of the Power Rangers 20 years later, 30 years, 30 years later, mm -hmm. which I'm interested in, but I'm not devoted to. I mean, I read the one that Jason David Frank helped write. When we say they writing these, most of the times it's they have a loose idea and a comic book writer works with them to make it work in the same way that like Keanu Reeves did not sit down and write Berserker. No. Even though it's advertised as Keanu's <laughs> comic book, it's Keanu worked with, I can't remember who the writer is and it's supposed to be really good. So cool. But um, <laughs> I would love it if all the, the celeb collabos were basically all them doing it. Marvel method. <laughs> So the artist has made this comic book and celebrity guy just writes some dialogue. <laughs> that would be 
hilarious. Maybe that's how Michael Dorn's Steel series is going to come out. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I doubt it. But anyways, so. So, okay. Yeah. We were talking about how they got around some of the things because some of the arrangers obviously couldn't be in it. Honestly, I felt like it was handled pretty well in the sense that like. I'm going to just keep saying this. Apparently it still just felt like an episode of the television show because every show has an episode where they like make certain team members team up in some way. There was one scene where it really Mm. stuck out as awkward. I mean, the opening scene, like it was strange that it was very clearly only the two of them talking. Well, no, they had Trini talking, but Mm -hmm. I think they just used old Old audio. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it was just Billy. No, but Scene opens and they drop you right in into the middle of it more than I was expecting. Honestly, I had assembled what I thought this show was going to be in my head and I was kind of correct, but not as correct as I expected it to be. But they drop you right in the middle of the shit. It's interesting how much they actually are still tying into the wider Power Rangers continuity and still bothering with it while simultaneously raising more questions than I had before. I was about to say at some point somebody says the grid and I was like, what? <laughs> We're going to talk about the Morphin grid <laughs> and fucking uh, Zordon sacrificing himself at the end of, I think power Rangers in space. And we see different Rangers in the very clearly. They just took action figures off the shelf at their local yep. target. It's fine. The action figures all look awesome. They're well-molded. But, like, none of the rangers talking at the beginning was a little weird. And when they go to, like, tell Min that Trini died and it's just the two of them. And I guess the green ranger, the pink ranger, and the green ranger are like, fuck it. I'm not having that conversation. It sounds uncomfortable. (laughs) I I fucking love uh, how they also kept with the the tradition of some of the body doubles obviously not being them because uh most of the time when he's suited up as the ranger it is obviously not rocky yes and again not throwing shade it has been 30 years since he first appeared as his character but uh He's put on significant weight since then. I was going to say, not even like any of the weight around his gut. Like he's got kind of a, just a stouter build yeah. across his chest and shoulders. And that is not who they yeah, have. No, been. when I say he's put on significant weight, I don't think he looks bad. I just, yeah, he's a bigger dude. We do not fit into that spandex Lycra like that. Like it's, um, but anyways, yeah. We just get dropped into the middle of the shit. The Power Rangers are fighting Robo Rita, which is so on brand. I fucking... What did you think about Robo Rita? The design was Power Rangers. I was about to say, I I both was not a fan, but it fit. Yeah. I thought that the overly large robot head was bad, but it didn't pull me out of it because I was watching Power Rangers and like, I'm like, Oh no, this fits in this world. This is something she would design in fairness. The dragon Ranger or the green Rangers dragon shield is so obviously made of foam. (laughs) It's like, I can make it nicer than that. It looks better than it did in the 93 show. I will say this is oddly beautifully shot for something as like 
simplistic as all mm -hmm. of this is. Oh, the part that blew me away, because you're saying that they're dropping us right in the shit, was um, the bad action choreography was a better bad than I was expecting. Yeah, it was aware of what it was doing, but it also wasn't... It flowed a lot quicker than, like, the old school stuff. It was just overall shot more interestingly. Mm -hmm. um, it was just a lot more kinetic. I actually really kind of enjoyed the fight scenes. People doing Even the flips are not good. No, they're not supposed to be. The, again, we cannot... It's so weird to talk about this because it's not good. But, it's but it is good because it knew what it wanted to be and it did that perfectly. Mm -hmm. Almost to its detriment. But like, you know, the most impressive action moment, if you don't know action stuff probably, is them doing slow motion flips over people. But like... They're well done. Probably wire work. Yeah, at least one of the flips was very obviously wire work. I'm pretty sure another one was pretty obviously a trampoline. But who cares? It looks yeah. cool. <laughs> Actually, you know what? It, a couple of the shots they very easily could have used a digital face swap, and you wouldn't. You would have had a very hard time noticing because of the motion involved anyway. But the fight that. Uh, Rocky and Zach have with, when they're not morphed. Yeah, with the putties. Yeah, was actually really impressive. I mean, Rocky wasn't doing shit, but Zach's <laughs> part was really impressive. I love <laughs> that they fucking brought hip hop keto back into it. It's the most cringy '90s horse shit. But it was um, so good. <laughs> it was so good. That was the one where I went, "Wow, you are committed to this bit." Okay, this is. I fucking. Okay, so, I mean, we've talked about this before. Zach is my favorite ranger. Mm -hmm. Always has been. When I was a kid, because we had the same name, as I got older, because I realized he had a fucking axe and a mammoth, and that's amazing. Yes. Um, he was my favorite part of this one. But the fact that they found so many ways to shoehorn in, you used to be a congressman, <laughs> in ways that had nothing to do with the story, other than we had to show that Zach was up to cool shit. And I'm like... Hey, you guys remember when Zach used to be a congressman? I like you, Zach, but, like, why are you a congressman? Like, what about you has sold me other than this is a sign that they're successful? In the same way that, like, they, uh, Kat mentions her son, JJ, and, like, I'm not even gonna, I'm not even gonna tell him that his father's in danger, because this should be done by the time he's out of karate camp, and I'm like, but they never mentioned that JJ is her son. That comes up in some of the previous... Mm -hmm. episodes and that's like some continuity ties but it's not like cc was like who the fuck is jj <laughs> also your dad got turned into an action figure by a robot version of the evil woman he used to fight call your son <sighs> yeah call your son man if if you haven't Watch this. It's got to be the most incomprehensible episode. The Look, I was bummed. Sorry. I know you were about to. I'm just thinking about no, no, this. No, say though. it, say it, say it. I am bummed that they replaced the other Rangers. Like we have like, you know, Rocky and Cat show up. But they didn't pull in Johnny Young Bosch. I mean, he appears. Be, I mean, he appears. I was sure he was going to be the Green Ranger. That's right. Because he was the Green Zeo Ranger. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And he's Johnny Young Bosch. 
AKA Vash the Stampede, which when I like. AKA Ichigo Kurosaki. Yeah, no, he does a lot of cool stuff. And you couldn't get him to... uh. He had one of the most successful careers post-Power Rangers. Absolutely. And that's why I was kind of bummed that he wasn't a bigger part of this. It was kind of awkward to have the like, hey, great to see you again. It's like him and Zach hugged. And I was like, have you met? Well, no, I guess they have because there's some... The Ranger overlaps are weird. And that's, okay, before we dive into that, although I did have that as kind of one of my points to mention, the super abbreviated form of this, Billy is trying to bring Zordon back from the void, being dead, whatever. He accidentally summons the evil spirit of Rita. Uh, A previous plot point, it's not important to this, is that Rita was purified by some sacrifice Zordon made, but whatever evil was left came back and became Robo-Rita. Robo Rita kills the original Yellow Ranger Trini. Zack adopts her, basically. And uh, a year later, Robo Rita reappears. Adopts her daughter. Adopts her daughter. That's what I meant to say. Thank you. <laughs> Very tired, if I haven't mentioned that enough Zach in this episode. Zack adopts her. Uh, Zack adopts the corpse of his dead friend. Um, anyways, Zack adopts Min, Trini's daughter. And a year later, Robo Rita reappears, and for various MacGuffin reasons, she needs to kidnap different Power Rangers to fuel this to new machine of power hers. her MacGuffin time travel device. Yeah, she's kidnapping the Rangers to use their power to power the time travel device to give uh, to go Rita back in time and team up with with younger with herself to kill the Rangers before they existed. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Yeah, she's going to kill them when they're teenagers. I just knew she wanted to go back in time. I never actually bothered to pay attention to why she wanted to. Um, They really just wanted to show old school Rita Mm -hmm. in honor of the actress. Uh, And then the original Pink Ranger, the original Red Ranger. uh, So Jason, Kimberly, and uh, Tommy. Tommy all get minified. Yes. I don't know. Okay, so here's where, but it, we go into weird continuity questions, and some they skip right over of, like, we were always warned that someone else taking on the dino powers is super dangerous. And they're like, nah, it'll be fine. Yeah, it'll be fine. And then it was. Like, there was no... <laughs> yeah. They just needed to write off that one bit of continuity. It's a thing I've never understood about the Power Rangers team-ups, because they've done a couple over the years where people go back and, you know, let's bring back... Jason or fucking I think they brought back one of every person who's ever been a Red Ranger Mm. Mm -hmm. or one. Here's every Power Ranger that we've ever had. The thing that I don't understand is almost every not. I don't know if every Power Rangers, but multiple Power Rangers series have ended with you are no longer Power Rangers. You no longer have the dino powers. You no longer have the whatever the Zeo powers Mm -hmm. are gone. The, the, uh, you might be dead even, or like, I mean, I don't think many of them die, but you might be dead. You might not be. I'm not sure. But if you're listening to me right now, um, <laughs> you can never become the Zeo Ranger again because the Zeo Ranger crystals are too powerful and too dangerous until it's time to do one where we bring in every Red Ranger and he'll randomly have those powers again. <laughs> or like, it's a big deal in season two where the Zach and uh, Jason and Trini all 
surrender their dinosaur powers. They do or not. It's not. I think it's ninja powers at that point. But like, yeah, whatever it is, they are no longer power rangers. They can no longer access the Morphin grid. But apparently not only they can still, but they've just been doing it off and on on their own for years because <laughs> it wasn't even a big deal to call them all together. Well, and like, so some of these Rangers have had crossovers where they've interacted with Rangers from the future. Right. Mm -hmm. But then you still get sentences uttered, like glad to hear that the uh, legacy of the yellow Ranger is in good hands. Or I guess. And you're like, well, you know this because the legacy continues because you met the other ones. Also, now that you mention it, I'm pretty sure one of the Time Rangers was one of the like action figures. I don't know the non Mighty Morphin Rangers that well. Yeah. But one of them showed up in um, the I mean, a lot of them showed up in that Shattered Grid crossover we read. So I have some like, oh, that's. Whatever, and that's mm -hmm. so-and-so. But yeah, the time ones are from the future, so it's weird that she just, like, happened to be on Earth in 2022, so Robo-Rita could fuck her day. <laughs> um, Min's training scene is one of the funniest things I've ever seen. Usually when we see people training, they, like, break the piece of wood or something during the training. Like, I'm sure it would get I'm hurt glad. to get punched by this woman, but it looked... Like the least intimidating training montage I have ever seen in my life. I'm really glad you brought that up because that was <laughs> one of the thoughts I had. I was like, I felt like they almost did her dirty by not like that last kick that she throws before she gets called away. Like just have it break the thing or have it knock it over. Even No, it just kind of like if I punch something. Yeah, it's but just I'm like, not supposed to be a power ranger. <laughs> and you're like, okay, cool. All right, bye. Like it landed. Congrats. It's funny to me that when they have her like little shrine to Trini, there's no pictures from before the year 2000. <laughs> and there's very real world depressing reasons of why that happened, because that actress died in the year 2000. And that's a mm -hmm. bummer. But like storyline wise, I was like, you think there'd be one picture of her with her daughter. Right. In the background, not very close up or anything like you just make a make her seem older, <laughs> right? If like, like, if you're paying attention, you maybe like it looks like she has gray hair, something like that. Sure. I don't know. Meanwhile, apparently, a congressman is just randomly <laughs> turning into a Power Ranger when it's time for a fight. I don't see Kevin McCarthy doing that. I should have picked a Democrat. I do not see Zach <laughs> joining the modern day Republican Party. Oh no! Oh no! Um, We're up to Alpha 9 now. Alpha, yeah. Well. They don't get better. I was kind of bummed that the kaiju fight portion wasn't dudes in suits. It 100% should not have been CGI. It pulled me out. It's the only place where I got it's pulled out of this. It's the only part that pulled me out. Also, I was kind of bummed that it was fucking slizzard that was made big and not minotaur because i thought minotaur looked dope minotaur's design was significantly better than slizzard but various tchotchke reasons why it needed to be mm -hmm. slizzard uh i don't know i wonder if it was just cheaper to do shitty cgi than it was to it it's not good cgi no it is cgi that would have been fine 15 years ago 
Yeah. And it's, the, the, oh, fi- the fight itself is fine. I kind of liked it. It's not the best, but it's fine. Have you watched the Ben Affleck Daredevil movie within the last 15 years? Yes, but have I watched it within the last 10 years? No. Okay. There is a bit where he drops a rose and it's the most obviously CGI rose I've ever seen. And that's what it made me think of Mm. this entire fight. Like it's, it's watching, I can pick better, but like, it's watching that kind of thing. It's watching early two thousands fucking kids WB shows. I mean, It, it's That's like mean. it's not that bad but it's like the liquor in the 2002 resident evil movie <laughs> oh god yes <laughs> having just seen having had just seen that it's on that level that part i wonder me out i wonder if it was cheaper to do that than it was to recreate those suits and do green screen or if it was just less work at this point or like there's so many things here that I think happened thanks to budgetary restrictions that I th- am going to guess is budget limitations. I can't imagine these guys were super well paid for this. No, no. Yeah, the budget definitely feels like it plays a big part on s- multiple decisions in this, which is weird. I'd be curious to find out what the budget was, especially compared to other comparable things. Because this seems like the same budget that you would give to, like, like a season finale of the flash. Mm -hmm. The thing is, I don't think you can go big budget with power Rangers. I think that's some of the mistakes that the more modern power Rangers show did. I don't feel like it understood. It was fine, but like, I don't feel like it understood the like campy goofiness that you need for power Rangers to work. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. I would have enjoyed a slightly bigger budget to do some slightly more or just dudes in suits or just dudes in suits. Yeah. Really? The Megazord was the part that I was like, that was the part I was like, I'm mad at you now. Honestly, like, well, especially because kill like 10 less putties off screen. So they don't have to turn into CG goop. Oh, the CG goop was (laughs) hilarious. And give us dudes in suits instead. Well, especially because they so faithfully recreated or at least touched up all of the Zords being summoned. Yeah. Yeah. That part looked good. That part looked great in a, I'm aware that I'm watching a Power Rangers thing kind yeah. of way. Uh, the, yeah. So immediately going to that was weird. It was cool to see Billy in the front. It was cool to like, see Billy in the front. Yeah. I'll agree. I still think Zach carried this movie. Oh, absolutely. Zach 100% carried this. Billy was fine. Rocky wasn't. Cat was fine. (laughs) Cat was. Cat didn't have a lot to do. Cat did her job. Yeah. Even if it was like, there's entirely possible that Cat was not originally involved in this. And the woman who played Kimberly read that script of like, here's what you're going to do and went, no, I'm good. Nah. <laughs> like, I'll need to go do this to have 10 lines. I hope it leads to something. I just don't know what I hope it leads to. There was a rumor that in the next Power Rangers, because Netflix has Power Rangers now. Yeah. And they're doing a new season or a new show or whatever after whatever the fucking current one is. Because it was Dino Force and I think it's now Cosmic Force. It's okay. the the first time in years that they have 
uh, brought the same cast back for they're morphing by the multiple. power cosmic. I would watch the shit out of that. <laughs> Galactus's Power Rangers, yes, please. Uh, but it's the first time in years that they've brought back the cast for like a third season or like a renamed show. They oh, haven't okay. really done that since like Zio or Turbo, or I'm not quite sure where the line is on that shit, but somewhere in there. Yeah. So, you know, fucking the 90s. But Netflix has announced it's doing something. I'm hoping that the rumor is true that Billy will be back in a support role mm. again. Although I'd rather have Zach. Yeah. <laughs> Zach trains the next generation of Power Rangers based around Min. Cool. Let's do that. Billy's old man Bruce Wayne in Power Rangers Beyond. Yeah, man. But Zach's like the field leader or something. I don't know. It makes me, I keep meaning to make the dragon shield, the, the fucking golden thing that the Green Ranger wears uh, yeah. out of leather because I found a pattern and I just want to see if I can. Only reason I haven't is it takes up a lot of leather for something that is mostly going to be a showpiece. <laughs> this mostly wanna... until you actually do it. Oh no, even then <laughs> I'll be like, this was fun and I'm glad I did it, but this is not a useful, even for my stupid wacky bats <laughs> game, this is not a useful piece of equipment. I'm going to go out on the field wearing it a hundred percent, but um, it made me want more green Ranger, even though I don't give too much a shit about Jason David Frank. And I know that's heresy to say now because he died and that's sad, but like Tommy was never my favorite Ranger. He's fine. He's interesting. It's weird to me that he's the green Ranger because part of the whole plot line of the white Ranger was he literally cannot be the green Ranger anymore. Right. Right. I thought that was weird. Too. Also powered by evil, but like turned, I don't know, fucking whole Green Ranger power set was weird. I think the Green Ranger is just considered more iconic. So that's the one they go to. But like White Ranger. Yeah, the White Ranger. And also Tommy was fucking five different Power Rangers. And he goes with the very first one that is arguably the least powerful with like the shittiest connection to the grid. Yeah. Kind of lame. It's okay. They didn't let him to speak. So, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. I love the white Ranger look. It is. I, I get a little uncomfortable saying the white power Ranger, but um <laughs> The look is solid. The armor actually looks like something that would vaguely protect. It looks very stiff, but still the, yeah, I'm, I'm into it. Also fucking white tiger sword was so cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I liked the white tiger sword better than the dragon sword. (sighs) Oh, well, is this going to be the shortest episode we've ever recorded? We are. No, we've done at least one shorter. Okay. Jesus Christ. I guarantee it. I just, we are half an hour into discussing this and I am. There's not much to say about it. Cause it's an episode of the power. Rangers. We knew it. We kind of have needed a, a chill break. episode. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I'm still so glad we watched it though. Like yeah. I've enjoyed it. I'm, I'm not going to watch it again until Cece's back on her schedule where we have a day off together. Cause I'm not going to put my wife through this twice, but I'll probably watch it again. I don't know if I will, but that's only because like I said, I technically watched it like three times already. This I also tend to put stuff on while I'm crafting that I don't care too much mm-hmm. about. So like this would be a fun one to watch while making that fucking dragon 
shield thing or like, you know, something goofy. I might put some of the old episodes on now while playing Marvel Snap. I keep meaning to watch more old ones, but I also keep being embarrassed that I keep meaning to watch more of them. I think I'll, uh, I'm a few uh, volumes behind on the Power Rangers comic I've been reading, and I definitely am like, well, time to get back on that train. There you go. There you go. I can't think of much more for this. Next time we will be again. We've recorded this out of things, so I think next time we're starting the Grant Morrison JLA. Yeah, run. next time we're starting the Grant Morrison JLA. Run. Next time we are going back a month and a half in time. You are going forward in time. Um, yeah, yeah, that feels That's, weird. Yeah, okay, this is it's confusing. We're sorry. We this, normally the time travel we, shenanigans like this. I have to say, damn it, Barry. But this is all our fault. This is us. Uh, in the meantime, we're your generals of nerdery. I'm Zach. I'm Tyler. Dismissed. Hi, everybody. General Tyler here. If you like the show, please hit subscribe however you're listening to us right now. Also, if you could rate and review us however you're listening to us right now, or preferably over at Apple Podcasts, we would super appreciate it, as the whole world is ran on algorithms, and we want to be all up in them, getting our voice out to more places. Uh, also, I mean, tell your friends, we always appreciate that. Uh, if you want to get in contact with us, ask us questions, give us comments, email us generalnerderypod at gmail.com. You can also contact us through our website, www.generalnerdcast.com. Uh, while you're there, check out all of our back catalog or click the links up at the top as we are part of the Earverm Podcast Network. Uh, go check out all of our sister shows. We're involved with most of them, so if you already like listening to us talk, it might be in your best interest. And if you want to check out everything from the network, head over to earverm.com, E-A-R-V-V-Y-R-M.com. We'd super appreciate it. Love you all. Have a good one.